Hi, and welcome back to the Miss You That's All podcast. I am your co-host, Kayla. I'm your other co-host, Ashley. And this we week. we're super glad you guys could join us again. Yes, glad to be back. This week, we are going to be talking about growing out of a small town because we grew up in a pretty small town and both of us moved away pretty quick after high school and neither of us have moved back and we don't really have the desire to move back so uh yeah and I don't think this might be kind of like jumping into it but I didn't really have like plans to just leave forever um I would say I definitely didn't either I wasn't sure what was gonna happen because when I graduated. I went to college a couple hours away, but I was still actually in Louisiana. Um, But then, Mm -hmm. you know, life happens as it does. And I decided to move to Eastern Kentucky. And now I've been around Kentucky, Tennessee area for eight years now. And I honestly can't believe it's been that long. Like that feels so weird when I realized that the other day. It does. We've been around, man. Anywhere but Well, and... (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, it's kind of different for both of us, though, because, like, I'm not going back because I got married and my husband's career is where we live. And, like, ours is Mm -hmm. a lot more permanent-ish than yours because well because I, I was gonna say stable but that's not the right word because his is stable it's just sometimes it's really short periods of time and sometimes it's really long periods of time for y'all so you don't actually have like a, a you know a house you you know y'all are still living the camper life so mm-hmm yeah, I him and I were actually talking about that yesterday. I was like, it's really weird when I go in other campers because it's like I walk in and I'm like, oh, I'm in a camper. Like, this feels weird. Why is it so small? But like whenever I open my door to my house, it's my house. That's my home. Like, both that's the home my kids have known. Like, it, there's a TV room and, you know, his area and the other area and like our bedroom. Like, it's all, it's all the same. But in my mind, it's just like, it's not a camper to me. This is our house, which is hypocritical to say, I guess. But it doesn't feel like a camper. It feels like home. I think that's a good thing, though. Like that you don't, like that you look at it as your home. Because it is. I mean, like you said, that's the only home your kids have ever known because of y'all's lifestyle. And I mean... I think it I think it would be fun, but I've also never had to do it, so I don't know. I'm sure it has its pros and cons like anything. Yes, it does. Like today whenever like everything was frozen and we were just finding one thing right after the other, I was like, Brandon, we could go knock on everyone's door in this campground and every one of them would could tell us at least five problems that they're having right now and they might be the same and they might be different than what we're dealing with but I was like you could also walk up to somebody's house and knock on their door and their pipes busted they have a leaky root like everybody has something you're not special I'm not special like these problems aren't attacking us it's just crappy times the dead of winter in an unseason a snowstorm like you just have problems and it feels like the world is against you but again you're not special. It's just how life is. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not getting picked on solely yourself. <laughs> Everyone is experiencing the problems. I saw this girl in Target and she was wearing a beanie with AirPods and just like this and it looked so cute on her and she looked like she was walking around carrying a basket like and she had I think she had like glasses on and she was like in her own world and I was like She's she knows what she's doing. She's got it. She's about to go to the gym, and she's gonna go home and eat like chicken and rice, like super healthy. And then she's gonna go run on her treadmill some more to finish out her day. Like she just looked like she had it figured out. I look like a hobo. 
I do not think you look like a hobo, but I will say every time I see you or other people wearing the AirPod Maxes, it just reaffirms in my brain that I want them. Like, I, I really want them. <laughs> so. So I almost made a mistake and texted you and told you to buy some because I want to get some little like silicone covers with our podcast logo. And I was like. Oh, I can't text her and tell her to buy AirPods because then she'll go buy them. <laughs> I was like, she wants them it's so just... that's going to be the validation she needs. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, we're in a season of saving money and picking what we need. And right now, today what I needed was thermals because the fact that it's going to be cold and continue to stay cold and that's not what I'm used to. Like, I cannot be wearing just straight up scrubs mm-hmm. to work with no under layers. How I've managed to go like two years without them since I had outgrown the other ones I used to have from a long time ago, I will never know. But yeah, today when I went outside, I was like, mm, if there was ever a time to go ahead and force this. It's right now. So we definitely went to the store a while ago just for me to buy thermals. But jumping right into the topic, uh, you said that neither one of us first, like, foresaw ourselves. Is that even a word? Foresaw. Foreseen? Foreseen, but that's like the past (laughs) tense. Foresaw? Is that a word? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, it makes sense. Neither one of us knew that leaving was going to be a permanent thing for us. So... My situation, you know, obviously turned out to be different with I met my husband, we got married, we have our home in Tennessee, and that's where we live. Like, we bought a house, so this is where we live. For you guys, you are traveling more, but you could have a permanent state, but given your kids is kind of why you decided not to move back, right? Um. Yeah, so not really move back. It was just like, so at the beginning of COVID, some land came up that we really liked and we bought it, you know that, but um, we bought it and then it was like, the longer we had it, the more we were like, we're never going back there. Like not permanently, we're really not. And as much as Brandon stays in, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, that area, we want to get something permanent in Ohio, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, because if we were in Louisiana and he's working in Ohio, if he gets Labor Day weekend off, if he comes home, we're going to have hours together because, I mean, it's a day's trip. Like, it's, it's unfeasible. But if we had a house in Ohio and he was working in Pennsylvania, he could come home after work and be there all weekend and leave Monday evening. You know, like it's more, it's more flexible if we're more in his area and it would be easier for us to go and see him, but still go back because my thing is if we're going to buy a house, I want to be in the house, like at least me and the kids. And Right now, that's not a priority because with our kids being so little, we would rather be in the camper and be together than have a house and be stable because, you know, there's people, plenty of people with houses who aren't stable and don't have, you know, a good family dynamic. And with us both coming from parents who were divorced, it's always been our number one priority that we raise those kids together and they have that example of how we act towards each other and you know they have the same relationship with Brandon as they do me like I've always said both of my kids neither of them are like a daddy's boy or a mama's boy they both want us for different things at different times and I didn't even know that was a thing because there's so many people like divorce is more normal than your marriage lasting these days and so I I didn't really know that you could grow up close to both of your parents in that manner and it was just it's a blessing that I didn't know like it's not something I knew that I could have and I'm just really grateful 
that we do for the time being, at least. Yeah. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. What, like, y'all's lifestyle is not the the norm, but it works for y'all, and I feel like it's worked out really well in y'all's parenting aspects, in your marriage, like, just all of it, keeping y'all close and keeping y'all in the same place, even if that's not what most people consider to be, you know, normal or whatever. But I think it works out for the best. Mm -hmm. Um, Me personally, I'll just get right to the T and tell it like it is. I did not always live in a small town. I moved to where we lived in the sixth grade and I was there until I graduated high school. And then I moved away and I went to college. And when I was in college, I lived in a city. Okay. When you can live five minutes from your job and five minutes from the mall and five minutes from Walmart and five minutes from Target, your life changes. Okay. (laughs) Like (laughs) growing up in high school and realizing like, I mean, when we got our license and we were driving and it's like, do you want to go to Shreveport for the day? Like that is a day trip. We are going mm-hmm. to Shreveport because it's an hour and a half there mm-hmm. and an hour and a half home. And you just have to plan your whole mindset around that, which granted, I mean, I also didn't have a job, but I didn't spend money <laughs> like I do now. Of course, stuff has come a long way. You know, Amazon <laughs> was not what it is now when we were in high school. So who's to say that it would be any different if I lived out in the middle of nowhere? I liked the the country. I like the quiet of things, but I do not miss having to drive so far for like general things. I mean, a movie theater was 45 minutes to an hour away and bowling 45 minutes to an hour, like stuff like that is just like (laughs) mind boggling to me at this point because I live so close to everything and I'm like, Mm -hmm. no. Like, absolutely not. (laughs) And then I know for me, a big part of it was, like, our town was a small town, but I'm not – I would consider myself to be from there, I guess, or from Louisiana at least because that's where I lived most of my life. But, you know – Yeah. Small towns are made up of certain families and those families are who populate it. And those families tend to stay there and their kids go to school with uh, your friend's kids and you all grow up together and everyone knows everybody and everybody knows everything and everybody's related to everybody and on and on and on. And I was part of the small town feel without the actual small town dynamic. Like when I would meet, you know, this sounds very formal, but when I would meet like elder people and they're like, oh, whose kid are you? Like, <laughs> you don't know my parents because I'm not one of those people. Like, mm-hmm. I, did, I have not been here since I have been alive. So you're like, I don't know, like I fit in with people and I had friends and all the things, but it was like you were never from there. I don't, I don't really know. It was like I was part of it, but I wasn't at the same time because like my graduating class had like a handful of kids that literally had all gone to school together since kindergarten and they graduated together and some of them still live there. And like, that's all they've ever known. And my life was just so different from that since I was military and we moved every three years. And if it weren't for my parents divorcing and the hurricanes coming through and my mom, like being, becoming best friends with your mom, like I would have never, moved there and lived in that small town (laughs) like yeah yeah honestly like when I see people who are from there like from Florine and they marry someone from Florine and they still live in Florine I just want to be like are you happy like this is so inappropriate but are you happy here like really (laughs) do you feel stuck because I feel like I'd feel stuck Like, dude, whenever I tell you every time when I go home, I pass by somewhere and I look over and I'm like, thank God, really thank God. 
if I was stuck right in there, if I would have married you and stayed right in there, I would be miserable. Like, absolutely not. Like, sometimes I just get in my thoughts and my trains are a-going and I look over at Brandon and I'm like, thank you. Thank you for getting me out of there. I know that wasn't your intention, but thanks. Really. Because even if something happened, God forbid, and we got divorced, I would not go back. Absolutely not. Like, it's just, it's really so crazy because there are people, like, that I've gone back home and, you know, when I was first out of high school and stuff and we would still get together sometimes and they had left and come back or had been, you know, somewhere for a bit. Maybe their spouse was working somewhere else, whatever it was. And they all come back and they're like, oh, I'm just so glad to be home in Florine. And like, I don't miss that. And I don't know if it's because I was never truly part of like the in crowd, the club or whatever. But I'm just like, I know. Nope. It's, it's a hard no for me. Like I'm okay with where I went to college. I'm okay that I up and decided to move to Eastern Kentucky sporadically in May of a year. And I literally moved there at like July of that same year. And no, things have not always been perfect. No, things have not always just been happy-go-lucky and working out spot on for me, but everything did work out the way it was supposed to. And I don't miss it. I I don't know. This Maybe this makes me sound very like anti-social or anti-community, no. but like I enjoy going to the store and not running into 20 people that I know because I really feel like a lot of stuff is so fake. <laughs> like people are like, oh, guess who I saw today? And then they tell your whole business and I don't need my business being told unless I want to tell it. And if I didn't tell it to you, then it's not really anyone else's business. And I don't miss that. I really yeah. don't. <laughs> Going to the store and seeing a, a bunch of people thing. and talking to them or not talking to them, like, I don't miss it. It's like whenever you're not – whenever you live with space between you and someone else, you really see who is real and you get to kind of choose the relationships you have with people. It's not forced. It's not for convenience. Like, I feel like a lot of the relationships in that town are for convenience because someone's right there. And it's like, no, that's not how life works. Because you have no, like, deep-rooted relationships with these people. It's all because, like, they're your neighbor. Or, like, it's, I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's deeper. And, I, I mean, that might just be where we're from, you know? Like, we have some uh, questionables where we're from. Uh, but, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, like, me and Brandon were talking earlier about, like, if we won the lottery. And I was like, I feel like we'd be really lucky because if we won the lottery and people started coming out of the woodwork, we would know exactly why they were coming out of the woodwork. Like, we don't have relationships with a whole ton of people because of how we've had to live. And so it's like if random Joe Blow texts me, oh, absolutely not. You want money. I'm not stupid. Like, absolutely not. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, my senior year of high school... I don't know how far we were into the year. I feel like we were like almost done, but there was a guy from my class and I don't really know why he was always like a, I don't know the word for it, but he would, he was always like trying to speak profoundly to us. Like he was very, he seemed very wise a lot of times. And then other times mm -hmm. he just seemed like he was spouting off stuff. But anyway, he was he, like one day, I just remember him <laughs> talking to us. Cause you know, we had like a, a tight little knit group of friends and I don't know if people were, like, already talking about, like, seeing each other in a few years or seeing each other for the reunions or, or what was being discussed. But he was like, you guys realize that most of us are friends because we see each other five days a week, not because we like each other. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I was like, mm -hmm. he's so right. And I was like, you know, this is definitely one of those things. <laughs> like, I'm going to 
graduate and most of these people I will never talk to again. Like maybe if I decide to go to a reunion or something like that. But to this day, this year, I have been graduated from high school for 10 years and I have never, ever, ever stepped foot back inside that school from the night that I graduated. Never. Not once. Not for anything. I've never walked back inside that building. Honestly, my 10-year reunion was two years ago and we had so much fun. Like, even people that I didn't really jive with in high school very well, it's like we had all grown up enough that it was a genuinely very good time. We had a really nice time together. And it makes me sad that that was the first time in 10 years that we had had a nice time together. But, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I would definitely say it's still up in the air. I don't... I don't know if I'll go or how I'll feel about it. I mean, I guess if they reach out and they're like doing something, then maybe. But I feel like we really all kind of disperse to our own little corners of the world. And I don't think too many people talk to each other anymore. I say that, but I know of several people that still live pretty close right in there. So, um, and we had some some good people in my class that were like, planners and organizer type people that like knowing that this would be our 10 year reunion, they'll, you know, get the, the gears grinding and they'll get it together and plan something. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. Cause I feel like I moved off. I did my own thing. You know, I have, um, kind of an interesting adult life history. I guess that sounds very shady, but I just, you know, things have happened, you know, life was unplanned and, uh, yeah. And not everyone knows my business and I'm okay with that. And so I don't really know if I want to go and like open that Pandora's box, so to speak, because I don't talk to those people. I don't, I don't have a lot of social media. Um, all the social media I do have is new and fresh within like the last couple years. So it doesn't have any of like the high school people or teenage, you know, stuff like none of that is on there. So I'm like, I literally can say in the last 10 years, I've talked to a handful of people and that, and when I say handful, I I genuinely mean like five and it dwindled to about two or three at Mm -hmm. this point. And it, I talk to them maybe once every six months. So I'm like, I don't, I don't really talk to anyone. So, and I'm okay with it. Like it's (laughs) not, it wasn't moving out of that town has not been like an end all be all for me. So I feel like, I mean, it's not, we wouldn't have a good time, but I feel like a lot of people would be going, which maybe that's what reunions are for. I don't know. I feel like we would be going, to find out about each other's lives and where we're at and what we've done and things like that. But several people should know about each other. Cause like I said, they live pretty closely to, to where they're at. So yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. And for the record, we didn't like say like deuces to this town. We're never going back. It wasn't like that. Like we didn't have a, a bad situation and like, just we're like we weren't just done with it for like ill reasons it was like we went off and found another way and we like that way better so that's what we're doing but it's not like we refuse to ever go back like there's not a bunch of ill will towards them or anyone there like we don't care but we like it better whenever we love people from afar oh yeah for sure there it's not like a negative thing at all um and honestly so my mom grew up in a small town and I do remember saying at one point I didn't know if I wanted to live in a small town and I think it's still kind of true just because I feel like I liked the small school atmosphere and like the environment we had for like, you know, grade school, junior high, high school, all that stuff. Like I liked this, the class sizes and the close knitness of all of us, but I never, like I said, I never felt like I was part of, like, the group fully immersed because, like, my family wasn't from there. Yeah. And so I don't know if I would want 
to do that unless like we lived somewhere when we start having kids and our kids got immersed immediately. So they were at least part of like the original group, if you want to consider it that. But I can remember my mom telling me like she moved out of her small town and she was like, you know, I didn't think I would ever have the desire to move back to a small town. And then she did. But obviously it's much like where she lives now is not anywhere where she grew up. So it's very different. So maybe we'll want to move to somewhere more. Right rural and be on our own but i don't think it would be there though i do miss parts of louisiana for sure i had a um a a wake-up call like but whenever we first had been gone we'd been gone for a few years at this point because i was pregnant and i was really struggling with the fact that my kid wasn't going to grow up with a like a village, because that's what you always hear. You know, I have my village. And I thought that your village was like your immediate family and your closest friends and like people that you, you know, were with regularly for all the reasons. And then I had someone close to me tell me, they asked like, well, after you have him, where are you going to stay? And I was like, in my house with Brandon. Like, we're going to go meet him wherever he is. And they were like, oh, you can't, you can't do this on your own. You can't do that. And I was like, excuse me. Like, I, first off, I can do whatever I want to do. Thank you very much. But if I can't do this on my own, why am I doing it at all? Like, it's great to have the help, but it's not a necessity. Like, I have my husband. He's helping me. He's going to be there. That's the whole point of him. <laughs> and so it, it, I think that yeah. was really like the crack, like the original crack that I was like, oh, so you think that I have to be here or you're not going to help me. Like, that's how I felt. And then it was like, I... We had him and he was, you know, had the normal baby problems, you know, like didn't want to sleep through the night, wanted a nurse all the time. I was super tired, but Brandon couldn't get up because he worked, worked a demanding job 12 hours a day. And so I was like, no, you're not going to get up in the middle of the night with our kid because I don't want you to be tired and get into an accident while you're at work. And so I went home and then nobody at home cared to help they had their own life and then after they got done with their own life at the end of the day they wanted to go relax and so I was like oh I really don't have a village here like that like not really like nobody who's gonna like I told you that whenever time comes if you want me to come and just sit in the corner and wait for you to get tired or get hungry or whatever and I will take that kid and I'll take it for a walk or just hold it next to you so you can see it whatever you want like I didn't have that and that's that was like the like one of the my starting point that I was like I don't think I have any desire to ever go back there because the people that I thought were in my corner I don't feel like they're really in my corner they're just around if that makes sense yeah um I know like a big thing for me has always been which my husband is also from a small town and he feels the same way. The most frustrating thing, like <laughs> hardcore frustrating, is when you go home to visit and then it friends, family, whoever it is, they're like, oh, you should come by. No, you should come by. Like I just drove X amount of hours, you know, 5, 10, 12 hours to get here to – be here so mm -hmm. you can drive the 20, 30, 40 minutes to come to me if you want to see me, if you give a crap and want to see me. Like I've done nine-tenths of the work here. You can do the the tenth of the work. And that's when you find out that people really don't care. <laughs> and that's where in my brain, a lot of people are just nosy. Like they don't actually care <laughs> about you or your life or 
what's happening? Like if I had a Facebook, I probably wouldn't even hear from the bare minimum that I do because they would be able to find my information (laughs) on there and that would be good enough for them. And I'm like, no, no. Like I, I don't know why that sounds so uppity to me, but like my life is a privilege for me and the people around it. So if I allow you to be a part of my life and you want to be a part of my life, then that's great. But you're not just getting my information for free. Like I'm not about to just tell you the tea in my life just because. Like I'm not going to do – I'm not. I'm not going to do it. And you know that I'm right. That's why you're laughing because people just want to know about your business. So from where we're from, the way I understand it, so they can go tell other people, oh my gosh, did you see what Kayla and Ashley posted on Facebook? Have you seen her matching kids' pajamas? Oh, that print is so last year. Like, I can literally hear them. I can hear them. It's haunting. And I'm like, grow up, Karen. No one misses you and your kids' pajamas weren't cute either, okay? (laughs) What suited me and mine does not have to suit you and yours. And small towns are somewhat like a cult at times where you either agree and you're like-minded or you don't and you're the black sheep. And I'm okay being the black sheep and I moved way the heck away to be the black sheep on my own. (laughs) It's a mold. And it honestly, what's sad is it's a mold that you have to look like you fit into because how often do we hear about like this person was leading a double life. This person was doing this. This person is addicted to this. This person was doing that. And all of those things are actually very sad, but at home it's like, this person was doing this. It's like, it's something to keep people entertained for like two weeks until something new comes around. And it's just, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And we, honestly, I had kind of an epiphany that I think that that's like coming out of there is why I have such an insane fear of failure is because it's like you do something wrong and everyone knows everyone knows and it's not like a legitimate like I'm sorry that you that this didn't work out for you I'll you know I'll keep you in my prayers we'll send you good vibes if you need anything I'm here it's not like that it's like, let me turn around and go tell this person what you filled out because so we can like, you know, gossip about it. And that's disgusting. Like legitimately. Yes. Yes. I think you forgot the best part. You know that when they're whispering to each other, they're in the pews at church. Because that's really where we grew up Oof. in the Bible Belt of the South. <laughs> so that's that's where we grew up. And then whoever they were whispering to is who they talk about later at their Sunday dinner with their family. So. They're talking about someone new because that's how small towns work. I'm so serious, okay? Because I don't live in a small town now, but I work in a rural community. And let me tell you, those people, I work with a lady. I love her. I love her wholeheartedly. She can tell you anything you want to know about any person. And she's like, I've lived my whole life in this town. And I'm like, that's apparent because you literally know everyone and you know everyone's business. Like she knows everything about everyone. She has called us sometimes when she is already off work and at home and she'll call the hospital and be like, just so y'all know, an ambulance is coming in with X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, who are you? And how do you even know that? Like, aren't you at home? What are you doing? Like, she just knows everything. She's one of those people in the best way. Like hers is not a bad thing. Hers is honestly, genuinely miraculous that she knows all this information about people. But I just like... That in and of itself is proof to me that most small towns are basically all the same. Like, everyone knows your business. Everyone talks about you. Like you said, if you fail at something, everyone's going to know that you failed. Everyone's going to talk about that you failed. And there's not a positive response to talk about it differently. I don't don't know how to word it, but it just – it's not like a – kindership of like how can we help how can we make this happen for you i'm sorry i know you really wanted this like instead everyone just talks about it and they're like can you believe that she actually tried to do that 
like, have you heard their podcast? Like, you, who wants to listen to that? Like, I can just feel it. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I live a long ways away and y'all don't know crap about me these days. So mind your business. You can talk about me. I'm glad my podcast can be something you can talk about. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, we're not saying any of this with any ill will. And it's all the truth. Like, if we're telling you, it's one of those things that if we're telling you why our feelings are this way, and you are the one who gets upset and butthurt about it, this is a you problem. Like, I have all the rights to feel this way. You have all the rights to feel like you didn't fit into that school because you weren't from there. They're the problem for making you feel that way. (laughs) Like, because that is culty. And all of those little towns around there are. And it's so gross. So gross. But, I mean, honestly, I, now that I'm older and, like, I'm more aware of stuff that happened in my family. And, like, I understand it at an adult level, like, from an adult viewpoint. I'm like, what were those teachers that I had like were they talking about me whenever I would come in class like because some stuff happened as I grew up that had really nothing to do with me it was just relatives but it was pretty intense stuff and so I'm like were they they were talking like they were talking amongst themselves and like were they poor Ashley like poor her that she's having to grow up around all this stuff which I mean realistically everyone's ever stuff is happening to everyone again I'm not special but like, I know they were, t- I know my teachers were talking about some stuff that happened. Like, they had to have been. I would have talked about it, not in the same manner, but I mean, it's something like I would have been aware and I would have been like, okay, look, my student, her, it's so sad that she's having to live like this. Why do we become more Southern when we yeah. make fun of our home? <laughs> I think you're alone in that one. I, I don't catch myself doing that. <laughs> But it really, like, it's just crazy. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, it was, I don't, like, I liked growing up there. There, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I don't mean that at all. But, and I, like I said, I didn't graduate and think, oh, my God, I can't wait to get out of this place. Like, I went to college pretty close by, just a couple hours away, and I would go home frequently and, I still hung out with people from there and stuff, but you just kind of realize like, I don't know how you feel, but now that I've been gone for so long, when I come back, it's just, I feel so out of place sometimes, like very out of pocket. Like, I don't know. And like when mom, like I go to the store with my mom and stuff, I'm just like, sometimes she'll talk to people and I don't know, like there's times where people don't even recognize me at all, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I don't want them to come up and talk to me, but. Like, there's times Mm -hmm. that people talk to her, and I think for a minute they're genuinely confused. And to be quite honest with you, this is how much people don't know about my life because a girl – but this also tells you that people talk about me because there's no indication for why she would have thought this. But I posted on Snapchat the other day of, you know, us playing in the snow and whatnot. And then she messaged me and was like, dude, where do you live now? And I was like, I live in Tennessee. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my gosh. And she was like, that explains the snow. And I was like, yeah, I've lived in, like, Kentucky, Tennessee for, like, eight or so years now. And she was like, what the heck? I thought you lived in Shreveport. And I was like, nope. I've never <laughs> in my life lived in Shreveport. Like, I don't know where, why you thought that. Like, I didn't tell her that. But I was just like, in the back of my head, I was like, why would she think that? Like, what has someone said that prompted them to think that I've ever lived in Shreveport? Which probably has to do with the fact that um, my mom and stepdad have that second home in Shreveport for their own stuff. Like, they just have a second home there now. And, you know, maybe that's why. Someone probably found out about that and they're like, oh, well, you know, like I said, given my adult shadiness at times shadiness is not the right word but given my adult mishaps i'm sure somewhere around about 
there came a rumor that was like, oh, her mom had to buy a place for her because, you know, she was really down and out, which <laughs> this is literally not even kind of the case. But I gar- I don't know why. I totally just made that up in my head. But I'm like, that's the only thing I can fathom for her to think that I lived there because I'm like, I no, I've literally never lived in Shreveport ever. But anyway. <clears throat> But kudos to me for keeping my life on the DL. <laughs> uh, well, what's sad and how I know people really don't pay attention to me is because I went to whenever I was, it was <laughs> yeah, it was my 10 year reunion. I said I was sitting there talking to someone and they asked me about my kids and a girl that I've known since kindergarten, she was like, you have kids? And I was like, yeah, we're friends on Facebook. We always have been. Like, thank you for showing me that you don't pay attention to me. Like, I don't really care. But just for, like, um, like research sake, like, glad to know. Like, maybe I'm just not in your, like, algorithm or whatever. Like, we're, like we just don't, like, interact with each other so you don't see my stuff. But, like, I post things about my kids. So, I don't know. I was just like, wow, you you really have no idea. Yeah. That's okay. Like, I don't really care that much. I think it just goes back to, like, what we talked about. Like, when there's distance in between you and people for long enough periods of time, that's when you find out who your friends are. And, you know, this is probably going to be negative from someone at some point, and I really don't care. But – you were talking about, you know, <clears throat> they're going to feel some type of way about their feelings for how I felt. And, you know, I'm entitled to my feelings. They're entitled to theirs, to each their own. But I would be willing to say that there will be people that are going to be like, oh, well, you know, we're not close or we don't know things about you because you don't talk to us anymore. Last time I checked, which has been my literal entire life, phones a thousand percent work both ways. And it's not like these people have been blowing up my phone checking in on me, seeing how I am all these years. And I haven't them either because I'm not trying to be that fake person. We haven't talked in four years. Why would I randomly text you and be like, so how's your life? Like, no, (laughs) we don't keep up with each other. That's not what we do anymore. So, you know, people just phase out and the longer you're apart, you know, they found other friends. I found other friends and you just don't talk to each other anymore. Like it's a it's a natural process, but when you talk about it, people never want to take responsibility for their part in it. People always want to blame the fact that we moved away from our small town, and that's why we don't talk to people anymore. But it's not like they were reaching out consistently all this time, and we were like, oh, no, you're associated with that town. I want nothing to do with you. That's not what happened. <laughs> Life is what happened. I mean, it's one of those things where – relationships are like like you're volleying like you're volleyballing or table tennising or like you go back and forth and sometimes you serve and sometimes I serve but for this to work out properly we have to keep going back and forth like that's the way it works and yes people just don't understand like I get that every time I go home oh why don't you come home more okay you've literally never came and seen us like, I have two kids to, like, tangle with. Like, I... Do y'all think I just go sit in a camper when I'm not here and twiddle my thumbs? No. I run our house. I make sure my husband keeps himself alive. I make sure two kids keep themselves alive. I teach the bigger one. Like, I don't just sit there and do nothing all day. I do have a life to live. It's just not on your sofa. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That's really crazy, especially now because, like, your oldest son is, like, so active in sports. Like, I feel like spring and summer this past year for you guys was, like, literally so insane. Y'all were doing stuff, like, three, four, five days a week, and then he was in sports and lessons Mm -hmm. and just all sorts of stuff and super hectic, like (laughs) – you, I mean, you know, literally day-to-day yeah, stuff, but it's I just, like I don't know. But anyway, so, you know, it just didn't, it didn't work out for us. We, we phased out and it's worked out the way that it's worked out. 
and who knows where we'll end up. Who who knows? Maybe at some point we'll go back or maybe we'll find a small town of our own to settle in. But as of right now, I am perfectly comfortable with living in a somewhat bigger city. I don't mind the traffic. Um, it's a little hectic where I live. It is. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. People don't know how to drive here. But um, <laughs> I'm also hardcore learning. I don't think people know how to drive anywhere because I think each yes. state has their own drive. Like in Louisiana, this is how you drive. In Texas, this is how you drive. In Arkansas, this is how you drive. And then you get into like these bigger meshed cities with people from all over and, you know, if it's Wyoming, Colorado, Ohio, Texas, and Louisiana all driving on the same road, we all grew up learning how to drive differently. And we all were taught different things, which you shouldn't be because driving is driving. But we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> right. And all of a sudden, everyone's driving. And someone, you know, the person next to you is the one who's wrong <laughs> because they're not driving like you. But <laughs> – that's really not the case. So I'm like, no one knows how to drive. It's fine. It's it's America's problem. It really is. We'll we'll sort it out one day. <laughs> Probably not. But you know, I have hope. <laughs> it's something I cling to. Well, like whenever we were gone, whenever we were in Arkansas this past weekend, um, they were getting snow. And let me just say, there is no if you live in northern Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri. Get off of your excuse that you don't know how to do things in snow. Y'all got snow plows. Y'all got salt. Like, get over <laughs> yourself. It snows here probably once a year at least. Like, you're going to figure it, figure it out. If not just so you can, you know, go about your life if it snows, but for like, so you don't kill yourself or some, uh, somebody else. Like, we were driving. And it had just started snowing like an hour ago and it was like fresh on the road and it was two lanes and we were in the left lane and there was a car next to us and the speed limit went up from like 45 to 65 and they took off and they started like going every which way. And so we slowed down because we were like, we know not to do stuff like that. And they started like fishtailing something fierce and I I was like looking like preparing myself okay they're about to slide in the ditch we're gonna pull over make sure they're okay and Brandon was like we're not get we're not stopping and I was like why not and he was like well for one they would have stopped in the ditch and they were fine like what are we gonna do and I was like well what if they were like 16 years old and they just peed their pants like that's scary <laughs> We could have helped them call their parent. I don't know, but like, we don't have to just leave them on their own. And he was like, actually, we can't do anything for them. We can't do nothing. And I was like, okay, two different people, I guess, but whatever. Uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah. We moved out of our small towns and <laughs> it's worked out okay for us. I'm not mad about my lifestyle and back. I don't know where I'll end up. <laughs> no, I don't know where I'll end up, but um, adult life has been pretty good to me. Moving away has been good to me. Um, I've had a lot of great opportunities work-wise, uh, career-wise. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be in the career that I'm in if it weren't for moving away and changing things. Um, definitely wouldn't have met my husband if I wouldn't have moved away. So, you know, everything works out for the best. It all happens for a reason. Yeah. I feel like your kids have gotten some good opportunities moving it. away and where y'all have lived at. Yeah. You know, I see some people sometimes and it really shocks me because they're like, don't come back. Like, you're doing fine. Like, keep, keep doing what you're doing. You're perfectly fine. Like, one person, I know we're not going to be big on name dropping, but one person was Miss Frances Sylvia, and she was like, you're doing great. That baby's doing great. Like, 
he doesn't need to come home and go go to one of these schools. He's doing fine where he is. And I was like, thank you. Like, that means a lot coming from somebody who worked at the school and, you know, we looked up to and, you know, somebody patting me on the back. Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's, like, kind of the, <laughs> like, affirmation that you need sometimes because, you know, there are a lot of people who dump on you for, like, leaving and then they're, like, baffled at the fact that you're happy yeah. and thriving and you're successful and you don't, like, you have zero intention of moving back. Like, things have worked out just fine for you. And they're like, really? Really? It did? And you're like, yes. Believe it or not, there's a world outside of here. And it has opportunities and people and places and, you know, good things come to you when you put in the work and you can put in the work somewhere else. Like it doesn't have to be here. It doesn't. So, I mean, me personally, I know my job options would have been a lot different if I would have stayed there. So yeah, I legitimately don't know how people survive there. Like in a very (laughs) sad way. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. (laughs) You guys are enjoying us. Uh, subscribe like five stars all those good things find us on instagram when you have an instagram we also um are trying to get things in motion to where eventually we're on youtube as well which will be a lot of fun you'll get to see our very beautiful faces you'll get to watch bella silently judge us from beneath her blanket um bella is a 14 year old chewini i feel like that was necessary to add I feel like that's necessary to note. Yeah. The mascot of the show is a 14-year-old hairless Chewini. No, she does not look like a naked cat. <laughs> Someone's going to ask. <laughs> I mean, kind of. All right. But kidding. yeah. I've never thought that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Like Ashley said, follow us. Comment things you want us to talk about. Um. Any questions you guys have. We're trying to get started doing some Q&As, but looking forward, and we will talk to you guys more next week. Love and miss you, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Love and miss you. Bye.